Welcome to the Business Advisor Podcast, brought to you by the Business Advisor Academy. This podcast is dedicated to helping business professionals create, sell, and deliver high-impact and high-value business advisory services. Now, let me introduce you to your host today, Amanda C. Watts. In today's episode, I'm talking about the importance of building a personal brand. When I talk about creating an advisory practice and selling your advice, there really is just one thing that will differentiate you in the marketplace. This one thing is something that no one can copy. This is one thing that will create a tribe of raving fans. And this is one thing that will catapult your impact. And this one thing is your personal brand. So let's dive on in and explore what a personal brand is all about. I'm going to start today's episode with a very important saying, and that saying is, you are who Google says you are. Back in 2015, Google said I was worth listening to. I was invited to speak at Google Campus, and I was asked to speak about building a personal brand, ironically. And I have to admit that this is one of my proudest business moments. I'd grown my personal brand to the point where Google thought my experience and my knowledge was good enough to share with their audience. I really remember the day well. I traipsed into the centre of London and I was so nervous, so, so nervous. I was due to speak to a few hundred people and it was kind of a really big deal. I had spent time building up my profile online, getting really clear about who I was and I'd been offered this amazing speaking gig. It was the biggest and most prominent speaking gig to date. And the thing is, is public speaking has never been easy for me. And as an introvert, it's way out of my comfort zone. So not only did I have a public speaking gig, it was a public speaking gig at Google. And there were so many people that were going to be there. I had no idea what was waiting for me. All I knew was that Google had this cool persona and I was a 40-something ex-corporate employee who was rather shy, nothing cool, hip and trendy about me whatsoever, or even like that saying's neither cool, hip or trendy. And I'm sure my grown-up children would be mortified that I've said this on a podcast. Um, Anyway, I digress. I was so scared. I was nervous to the pit of my stomach. And I had what many people know as imposter syndrome, big time. As I arrived, there was a queue of people going out of the door. The place was bright and airy and it had a relaxed vibe. As I walked into the room, it was there, this massive stage. It was big, but not too big. So I started to relax. I turned my attention to those who were piling into the room to hear me speak. And I started my mantra and I do this mantra before every single speaking gig I always have. Uh, and it is, you are here to serve, you are here to serve. So I kept saying this over and over in my mind, you are here to serve, you are here to serve. And it's all about helping the people in the room rather than having the focus on me. So I was like, don't focus on you, Amanda. Don't look at how people might judge you. Don't look at how they might, you know, look at what you're wearing. Make it about the people in the room. Help the people in the room and you won't go wrong. Focus on serving. Focus on serving. And this really helps me overcome the nerves and the imposter syndrome. Anyway, I was off. I was introduced. I started my presentation. After about 45 minutes, I was done. People stood up. They clapped. They gave me a standing ovation. It was amazing. And all of my fear just melted away. And I was like, I've done it. 
I stood there with my cheeks aglow and in a complete daze. I'd spoken at Google about how to build a personal brand and it had gone down well. No rotten eggs, no mouldy tomatoes thrown at me. In fact, a queue of people formed to speak to me after my talk and I would say it was pretty much a great success actually. My personal brand had brought me an excellent opportunity and this is the power of a personal brand. Ironically, it was to talk about building a personal brand, but my personal brand has been the thing that has given me every single opportunity to get in front of my audience. And to fast forward to today, I'm going to be sharing with you the things that I shared in 2015 with a few adaptions because the fundamentals are the same, but personal brand is far more important now than it was then because the only thing, as I said before, the only thing that differentiates you now in the marketplace is you. So if you want to sell your advice and build an advisory practice that gives you a life of freedom, a personal brand is essential. And whether you realize it or not, you have a personal brand. If I looked you up on Google, and if I didn't find anything about you on the first page of results, that's your personal brand. It's nothing. If I found an out-of-date LinkedIn profile or a bunch of random social media posts, that too is your personal brand. People tend to think about personal brand as bragging self-promotion and all about yourself, but actually it's something much, much more important. It's about your reputation. In other words, it's about how people perceive you. It's about your friends, your colleagues, or the general public. It's about your clients. It's about your prospects. It's about everyone. How are you perceived? In our connected world, every single one of us has a personal brand, whether we like it or not. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room with them. And if they're saying nothing, then nothing is your personal brand. This is because whenever we engage with people, both in person and online, that's every interaction or everything we upload or comment on. We're creating a reputational narrative about ourselves when we do this. Your reputation is already out there. The question is, do you want to be the one who's driving and shaping the story? Or do you want to chance it or have the algorithms do it for you and we know that it's us that has to take control. I think most people would agree that they want to take the control and what this means is we need to make some very intentional decisions. So our brand has to stay in our hands and we are seen as we want to be seen if we keep it in our hands. What I'm going to do today is walk you through some steps to building a strong personal brand for you in a way that feels good. I like to do this in two parts. One is a brain dump So if you're not walking or driving right now, grab a piece of paper and answer these questions. If you're walking and listening, then let your mind think and be creative and come back and listen again so you can write the answers down. First of all, you need to figure out what your goal is when it comes to your personal brand. So we're going to start this by answering a foundational question. What do you want your personal brand to help you accomplish? If you're listening to this podcast, I can imagine it's around wanting to be visible so that you can sell your advice. But then again, maybe not. Don't let me put words in your mouth. As the term implies, it's your personal brand. So it is to be personal to you, not my ideas. It's your ideas. So what do you want your personal brand to accomplish? Are you looking to launch a new business or transition to a new industry? Do you need your brand to reflect a new skill that you want to be known for? Right now, you might have a personal brand that screams accountant or tax expert. Is that what you want to be known for? Is that how you're going to make an impact in the world? 
Maybe you're looking to make a bigger impact and you work for one of the bigger firms. Maybe you want more responsibility or a promotion. You need everyone to know all the amazing things that you've accomplished in your career. Maybe you're launching a new business and you want to build your brand around the products or services that you're offering. Whatever your goal is, write it down and make it specific so that you know why you're creating a personal brand and working towards a clear outcome. Next, you want to get clear on what you want to be known for. In other words, how do you want people to describe you? Start by answering the following question. What do you do? And I'm not just talking about your job title. Are you an advisor that focuses on money mindset or do you help businesses grow and exit? Maybe you're a really good project manager who's reliable and always gets things done on time. A little bit like uh, Maria who works for me. She's amazing. Maybe you're a creative that is really good at helping other people be more creative. Maybe you're great at systemizing. Maybe you're a tech whiz. Maybe it's not about selling your advice, but actually a side hustle that you'd like to be known for, or even a passion that you would like to be known for. What you want to do is dig deeper into the what, the how, and the why behind your work, so you can make it concrete and easy to remember. And just make sure to lead with something that doesn't cause confusion. For example, I once coached someone who called herself an energy healer, which nobody understood. But when she started introducing herself as a fitness trainer who works with people who need to increase their energy, all of a sudden, everyone got it. So it's not about overthinking and being clever. It's about clarity and being clear. So if you're stumped, think about how you can stand out from the crowd in your profession and industry without trying to be clever. Next question is, what are the things that make you unique? Are there specific talents and expertise that you've acquired in your career? What do you know more about than most people? I'd like you to make a list of all the things that you know, and it might surprise you about everything. You might realize that you know more than you thought you knew. And this is where I talk about the three E's. So split your piece of paper into three things, your education, your experience, and the essence of you. And I've spoken about this in other podcasts as well. Remember, the essence of you is what makes it very personal and will be the backbone of your entire personal brand. Your education may be that you're a qualified CPA. Your experience might be that you've run a firm and grown it to multiple six figures or have a team. Or maybe you've worked in industry and helped other businesses grow and be really successful. And remember, the essence of you is your personality, the bit that makes you shine. It could be your smile, it could be your energy, it could be your resilience or your sense of humour. It could be that you're an introvert, which is certainly the essence of my personal brand. So think about your education, your experience and the essence of you. Once we've done this, we're going to move on to your audience, the people that you want to share your personal brand with. The reality is your personal brand is not just all about you, even though it is personal. The reality is that it's also about the people that you want to educate. It's the people you want to give your advice to. It's the people you want to sell your advice to. So what advice do you want to give? What advice do you want to sell? And whom do you want to give it to? Who is a perfect fit for your education, experience and the essence of you? Some marketers call it an industry niche or a niche if you're based in the US of A. Some people say it could be a client persona. Whether you think of the person as someone in an industry 
or think of them through their personality type, you do need to be very clear on who they are and make sure they're a great match for your personality. I'll cover niching or niching in a subsequent episode, so watch this space. What you can provide and who you provide it to are very important. So spend some time thinking about these two questions. Who can most gain from what you have to share? And how exactly can you see yourself helping them? And this is the exciting bit, where it all starts to come together. Now you have brain dumped all the answers. Let's put them into something which is known as the personal branding pyramid. We're going to take this baby home. This personal branding pyramid is known for building excellent and clear client relationships. And it has six elements. Element one is your values. What are your values? An example might be that you're honest and true to others. Two, your personal drivers. For example, self-motivation and positive attitude. Don't underestimate the power of being self-motivated and positive. It's a trait that is highly desirable. Your reputation. What are you known for? And remember, if you're not known for anything yet, what do you want to be known for? Behaviours. What do you want your personality to be seen as? I'm known for being inspiring and an introvert. Do you think that this happened by accident? Uh-uh, not at all. I tell everyone I'm an introvert online, face-to-face, when I give my talks. And I bring energy to my work so that I can inspire people. I tell people I'm an introvert so that other introverts look at what I do and it gives them the confidence that they can do it too. But on the surface, I don't look like an introvert because I focus on trying to inspire people and therefore show up in spite of my shyness and fear. Very important. Your skills. An example might be that you're great at analysing things or seeing what others do. This is number five, your skills. And finally, number six, your image. What does your dress sense say about you? What is your style? And I want to share with you the power of personal brand using an example of my friend JJ, the CPA. I'd like you to go and check him out on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, type in JJ, the CPA. At this moment in time, he's just shy of 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. He's known for his great tax advice, but also he has a really standout online image. He's confident, bold, wears great suits, often a three-piece, and he originally got famous for always holding a cigar, but not seen with one now. And when we first connected, he reminded me of J.R. Ewing from the 80s Dallas show, but more trustworthy than J.R., though. And if you check him out on other social media channels too, you'll also know about his wife, also an Amanda, and how much he loves her and his children. He has a really good, strong personal brand, and this has changed his business in only a few years. I'm not saying that you have to be big and bold like JJ, but if you can take your personal brand, your experience, your education, and the essence of you, and take it from a one and dial it up to a 10 and really make it out there in the world. It's going to cut through the noise and the online world. So there you have it. You are who Google says you are. And most of the time you're invisible. If you Google your name and your business name, you will not take up the first three pages of Google. And this is what I want you to aim for. And this is why I want you to focus on your personal brand. You can't show up on any social media platform or have a personal brand website until you are clear on the six steps of the personal branding pyramid. So first, brain dump all your ideas and then answer the six questions and get that personal brand out into the world. People buy 
people. Show me who you are, people, so that I can see if you're my people. There are millions of people that do what you do, but there is only one person just like you. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you're one of the 74% of listeners who have yet to subscribe to my podcast, now is the time to hit that subscribe button. I would also love if you could give me a review too. And a little gift for you. If you share this podcast online and share with me that you have shared it, then I will put you into a draw to win a one-to-one coaching call with me worth £2,000. In this call, we're going to brainstorm anything you'd like to brainstorm around marketing, sales, business advisory, and starting or growing an advisory practice. All you have to do is share this podcast online with your audience. So it can be via LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. You can share it anywhere you like, and it will be entered into the draw. You can also enter multiple times. The more episodes and the more channels, the more chances you have of winning. Every share on a platform is a way of applying. So check out the show notes for instructions on where to submit any screenshots of your sharing. Once a month, I'm going to be pulling someone out of a hat and they will be the lucky winner of a one-to-one coaching call. And that's a wrap for today. Thanks again for joining me and have a great day or night, wherever you are. Thank you for listening to the Business Advisor Podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to follow or subscribe, share this podcast and leave a rating and review. To discover more about how you can confidently build an advisory offer into your practice that your clients and prospects won't say no to, we invite you to join Amanda on her next webinar, How to Launch and Scale Your Advisory Offering. Join her by visiting businessadvisoracademy.com forward slash webinar. See you soon.